Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and I'm so excited that Simone has nominated Jennifer Harmel as our next game changer. Jennifer is a passionate animal therapist. She does a lot of work with a lot of different species, and we're so excited to have Jennifer here today to tell us more about the work that she does with a variety of animals. Jennifer, welcome and congratulations on your nomination. Thank you so much. So Jennifer, for people that aren't familiar with your work, why don't you walk us through how you, how you decided to work with animals and, and what you do? All right. Um, I have ridden horses, had animals all my life, and um, it started, I worked at a local tax shop here in San Diego, and I met a girl, and she said, I just finished up my equine massage certification and I looked at her at three heads. I thought I've shown horses all my life. What are you talking about? And, um, I had never heard of this modality. And so I made a decision when I was 20 years old, I'm going to do that. I don't know to what degree, but you know, I had to finish my college degree. I had to get, you know, married. I had to do all of the stuff and things that we're told we're supposed to do. And, um, and then I had the opportunity to go to equine massage school. So I went, got my certification. I was already running a business consulting, um, contracting business for myself. And I decided I was going to full force go into equine massage. So at that that time I was working with a very large rescue here in um, Southern California and they had um, Healing Touch for Animals reached out and they said, we're offering an energy class and um, we'd love to use the animals at the rescue. Would anybody be interested in hosting it and kind of facilitating the day? And if you do, we will offer you this class for free on scholarship. And I thought, Okay. And to be honest, I wasn't even sure that I apologize. My little dog popping up. Um, uh, I wasn't even sure that I believed in energy work and I definitely didn't believe in equine or animal communication at the time. So I take this class and, um, I, I really did it out of curiosity, but I wanted to see these animals. If this was going to help them. Amazing. Let's do this. So as I did it, I was super excited and I thought, this is really cool. I am feeling this energy that I felt all my life. And now I have a name to put with what I'm feeling. I've always been able to look at an animal and say, oh, that one's a little ornery or mm, that one's a little sad or mm, that one needs some, you know, I've always been able to do that. I didn't know what that was. I had no name to put to that. So then uh, we go through the class and the next thing you know, I'm hearing things, but I've always heard them. But now I thought I'm actually hearing them. And um, 
I was the little girl. I moved a lot. And so my animals were kind of my best friends every summer. Yeah. I was with them and I, I would make up stories or so I thought, um, and we would be out there running around and playing. And I thought it was making up stories, but I always knew when my animals weren't feeling well, I always knew when my animals just weren't doing their best and I would just go and hug them. And it was just instinctual for me to go and hug them or lay my hands where I thought they were hurting and warm up the area. So I get into the equine massage and then I start putting the energy work into it. And I never understood why my massages were holding a little bit better than other modalities that I had heard of. And I thought, you know, I'm just me. I'm just doing this. Well, come to find out, I was actually um, able to feel the heat or see the clogs or wherever and work that muscle a little bit more than, say, somebody who's just kind of, you know, going through the motion. And then no disrespect to anybody. Um, I think we all have this. It's just finding it and getting it in tune. Um, so it was, it's been an adventure and it's been so fun. And then, so then I started, I was kind of embarrassed that I could do the pet communication and everybody around me was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? This is, you've got this avenue to get into these animals and let their guardians know I'm not happy with this. Can we change this? Or I don't feel good or whatever was happening. So then as that started to progress, I started to finally say, um, did your animal ever, you know, go for a swim in a lake? And they're like, oh my gosh, yeah. So that's, it's been a fascinating journey as far as the animal communication. And um, I've also been able to recently kind of branch out. And when people lose their pets to help them to locate their pets, or at least let them know your pet has gone on. And yeah. so it's, it's been a fascinating journey and I can't even begin to explain all of the excitement that I feel every time my phone rings or dings. I'm like, here we go. It's another opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fun. You know, I love seeing people who end up discovering an animal related passion that wasn't necessarily a part of their day job training. Uh, you know, like sometimes what we go to college for is for some people, not ultimately what we're passionate about, or maybe we're passionate, you know, what we realize as we mature and go through life and evolve is that there's all of these that we're built as humans with a lot of different passions that ultimately can come together to allow us to serve our highest good and our highest purpose in a way that helps those around us in a tremendous fashion. So Jennifer, when you, when you got your equine massage training, um, you started with equine massage and then are you, you also do canine massage and body work, uh, are, are, at this point, are you, are you incorporating your animal communication and body work kind of as all in one, or is it just depend on, on what animals need probably? Actually, um, I always integrate the communication and I think that there's no way I couldn't cause I'm sitting here and I'm working on these little animals and they're telling me like that feels good or ow that hurt. And then they'll say, I did that the other day when I fell down or I um, was jumping the other day and I pulled my back and um, it's just, 
it's fascinating to hear what the animals say as I'm going through their body. Um, and we've also been able to, you know, I can feel a lot of times with the kidneys or the liver or something, I can just feel the clogged energy as I'm working on them. And so I can unclog that energy, but it allows me to say, Hey, you might want to get your animal into your vet and yeah. have looked at because I want to work in conjunction with the vet. I tell everybody, please do not as an, instead of, yeah. I want to love it when I have a diagnosis that makes my job 1000 times easier. Yeah. But it's so interesting because oftentimes the animals being able, being able to identify, Hey, you now's a good time for a veterinary intervention. Oftentimes that's something that is preemptively that you can uncover months to even years before it turns into something that's not fixable, which is also a beautiful gift to that animal and the family that you're, that you're working with. How has the veterinary response been Jennifer to needless to say, um, I was not taught in veterinary school, anything about energy medicine or being able to identify uh, energetic weaknesses that this was not a part of the veterinary discussion. I had all of my training, obviously post veterinary school. What is the, what is the response been? You mentioned that your friends and family were like, what are you doing? But it's fairly easy to convince people in your immediate circle because they can see the passion. They can see the authenticity and they can see your life has changed and in turn you're changing life. So your immediate family probably gets it. Veterinarian's a whole different story. What has that, what has that been like for you? Um, actually, it's been quite difficult to be honest. Yeah. Um, there yeah. is one vet here in, and I'm in Southern California. So, you know, everybody thinks that, you know, California is, you know, the hippy dippy state. Maybe we are, but not as far as the veterinary world goes yet. Um, they're coming along. Um, a lot of vets have gone on to go to school and get the acupuncture. So uh, they're uh, putting that modality in, um, but I, I would have to say it has been a little bit difficult to convince a veterinary field that I'm not just making stuff up. Yeah. And yeah. that's, okay. in fact, I tell yeah. my, I'm like, please don't say you talked to an animal communicator, right. please that you want to, you have a concern regarding this, you know, because yeah, exactly. I, I don't want the customer to go in and be, you know, I don't, I don't want that. I tell them, you know, I thank you so much. And I honor that you have come to me and you're trusting me, but I want you to go to your vet and I want you to, you know, tell your vet that you would like for this to be looked at. Yeah, exactly. And that, I, I think that that's also meeting people where they're at in terms of their ability to understand or embrace or even acknowledge and, and much less accept uh, what is not in their sphere of understanding is really difficult. What you can help clients say is, hey, I, I'd like to do some blood work and check my animal's internal organ function. I mean, that's a nice way to take the information you've given them and get the results that you're looking for without making anyone without stirring the pot in any way, shape or form. So what you're doing is you're an adjunctive therapy to help guide people in the right direction of where they may need to go medically. And so that's your wise in positioning 
uh, your services that way in the sense that the gift you can offer is helping people identify things uh, and allowing them to get the potential medical intervention that they need by working with the veterinarians where they're at. So smart in doing that. Jennifer, since you've, since you've been working this way in terms of energetic healing, I'm sure that there's lots of things that inspire and and wake you up in the morning thinking, I'm ex- like you said, I'm excited for the phone to ring. But what are some of the things that you enjoy most about the work that you're doing? Um, to be honest, the things that I enjoy the most are the calls that I get where I'm at my wits end. This animal's driving me nuts. I don't know why they're doing such and such. And I'm able to say, well, this is what's going on. And sometimes I can say, you know, like urinating where they're not supposed to. Well, that's a really simple, you know, they've got three cats, they have two cat boxes, get four, you know, Um, but sometimes it's that simple. But other times um, when I had a friend, I'm just going to give an anecdotal story because it's true. And she got this little chihuahua and he is on fire. And she thought, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep this little guy. And I said, but he loves you so much. Just give him a chance. Just give him that opportunity. She said, but he's biting. I said, he's biting because he's insecure. Let's do the energy work. Let's get his solar plexus up to where it should be. Let's get him his voice. And we did. And he is such a fantastic little man now. Those are my favorite stories where I'm able to keep the animal in their home or um, with the massage work. It kind of goes, you know, step by step with the massage work. It's always when I am able to help that animal feel five years younger, especially with horses. We ask so much of these animals, not only to carry them, you know, because I show my horses. So I ask them to carry themselves in a certain way. I ask them to do certain things and carry my weight and deal with me and, you know, and the show and being able to give them that opportunity to relax and feel their, and then get that fascia off those muscles so that they can heal the recovery methods that come after. I just, I literally love everything that I do, but the massage and helping my own horse who was a rescue horse, she has been able to have five years that thought she would have, um, watching her blossom and bloom and watching these horses blossom and bloom because you know the massages and the energies helps clear the toxins out of their body Mm -hmm. so allowing their own body to do what it is designed to do is just fantastic and then obviously with the lost pets and the communication when they get there's no better i cry right with the people yeah and then i'm sure relationships with these customers And I mean, I also get the honor and privilege of helping those animals cross the rainbow bridge energetically a lot Mm -hmm. and just being a family. Yeah. And, you know, would you have thought 10 years ago that this is what you were doing? Did you have any idea? Gosh, no, I was in biotech. (laughs) No, I was, um, I was a manager in a biotech company and knowing that this is the path that I went down. When I tell people I was in biotech, they look at me like, are you crazy? You left the biotech world for this. I'm like, absolutely. All day, every day. Yeah. It's been. Well, and people that are, that, that are, that understand energy 
I think that it's something that you, you have to do for, you know, it's not, it's not a career choice. It's something that you are cellularly prompted to do and that, um, you would do it for free. You're, it's not a job. You, you're doing it um, because it's your ability to give back and help those around you. And I think it's more of a, of, of a mission than a job per se in, in most people's situations. If you could let the world know one thing, Jennifer, what, what would it be? Embrace the things you don't understand because mm. sometimes exactly what you need. Um, with the animals, especially when they are giving you signals that you don't really understand, stop and listen. I really do believe we all have the ability to hear some of us at a greater degree, but I think we all have this ability to hear what our animals actually need. Yeah, that's, it's good advice. And you know that uh, I agree with you that I think we all have the ability to be far more attuned and attentive to our animals' needs. Animals don't do things just because, um, you know, they're, they're sending us information all the time and how well we're open to receive that information and how much we can be astute enough to interpret that information is really the balls in our court as guardians, as, as caretakers of other lives, how much we want to put energy into focusing on understanding, interpretation, facilitating what our animals need. It really is our job, I think, as guardians to listen astutely to what our animals are trying to tell us. 1000%. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am so thankful that Simone nominated you for a Game Changer Award. I love that you, I don't want to say you fell into this. You, I think that all the pieces were there for you to have the inquisitiveness to flesh out a passion that was, I think, I think humans are innately born with this. I love the fact that you went that you listened to your calling and fulfilled it through the training you needed to be able to be where you're at and helping others identify needs in animals that that they need facilitation with an understanding so i'm sure that you are going to go on to have a very fulfilling and rewarding future helping animals better express their needs and wants to the humans around them so we love that that you are taking your mission uh and in terms of the passion in you and making it a part of your job. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm yeah. so, so thankful that you called. I, yeah. I really, I, to get, I want more people to do this because I tell everybody, yeah. I don't have time in the day to give all the help that I can. So yeah. I love, that. thank you. Thank you so much for this platform. Yeah, well, and we're so thankful that Simone uh, recognized that game changers, there are game changers all around the world doing amazing things. And we love the fact that the people around you uh, recognize and love what you're doing enough to be able to nominate you. So it was great to connect with you, Jennifer. Congratulations on your game changer nomination. Thank you so much. Thank you.